Hello, everyone, and welcome back to PRSSA Podcasts. This is Kat Kaladris, your 2021-2022 Vice President of Brand Engagement, presenting a student story as my last podcast. Today, I got to chat with Brady Mills from Grand Valley State University, and I think you guys are going to learn a lot about podcasting and about student life from what he has to say. Let's get into it. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, and welcome to Brady Mills. Brady, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Brady. I am a junior at Grand Valley State University in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I study advertising and public relations and public and nonprofit administration um, with a minor in French. <laughs> so a lot, a lot to say sometimes. Um, I am the podcast director for Grand Valley's chapter of the Public Relations Student Society of America, which means that I'm a part of our executive board. Um, we help kind of run things, but also my wing of that is specifically hosting our podcast, PR Hangover, which has existed for the past, I want to say, four to five years. Um, and and yeah, so it, it's it's a good time in, in my free time. I just, you know, I think like many PR students, I stay pretty busy with school and PR stuff. But, you know, I like, I like playing piano. I like playing tennis, um, hanging out with friends, you know, typical student things. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Kat. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. So your podcast has been around longer than I even thought. Um, so what inspired you guys to start your podcast? Yeah. So I, I'm quite sure it was born out of just like a natural, I mean, noticing where podcasts were coming from and or the trends they were hitting in the industry. I think it originally started as a way to recap the meetings for students. So, and that's where the name PR hangover came off or came from. So instead of having like, now we do a lot of guests, a lot of professional guests on it from all over the world, all over the country. But it, it started off as just some students kind of getting together after the meeting and just kind of recapping or having the guest who was at the meeting um, speak to us the next morning. So that was like the hangover ideas is carrying those ideas into um, a podcast form. And if you go back and, and look at the catalog, it's, it's kind of funny because some of the episodes are they just have really strange titles. You can tell that's when podcasting was first starting uh, or starting to get big. Um, the formatting is a little weird and it, it's funny. So it started, I think really as students just wanting to engage with that outside of um, just the meetings and it has really grown quite a bit. I mean, we, we do reach a national audience, obviously like, you know, it's not like we're famous, <laughs> but um yeah, it's been, it's fun to look through the, the progress and see where it's come from. And so today, yeah, I'll interview a lot of different guests. I, I try to find someone from a different industry every time or who has a different like niche. I think similar to how, how you do it, Kat, um, where they have something different to say to PR students. And, and now as we talk more, PR is changing more to integrated communications, right? So kind of all aspects of it. And sometimes I found that the guests I invite aren't necessarily PR people at all, but they have really good perspectives to share. And I also think that this might not be something that everyone takes advantage of, but the, when you invite a guest and they're already willing to speak to a student on a podcast, they are so willing to speak to any students. So that's like a really good networking. It's like a secondhand networking thing, I think, for any listeners. So we, it, it exists for that as well, just to connect our chapter with other professionals. Great answer. Thank you. And yeah, I also totally get what you mean about having professionals that might not be strictly PR, but so many skills that you need for PR are super translatable from like other types of positions and other industries too. 
And I also really like what you said about the networking because it's absolutely true. Like everyone that's willing to go on a student podcast obviously loves to talk about what they do. They love to talk to students. So they're super willing to just connect with everyone possible. Absolutely. And you get, you get people who are very high up at their companies, right? They are busy people right. and they make time for this. And then I, I always walk away from them like, man, I hope someone listens to this because I'm sitting here just like basking in the wisdom of this person. <laughs> like if nothing else happened, I grew, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really cool experience. All right. Well, kind of on that note, um, how has PR Hangover really helped your chapter and other students gain those industry insights? Yeah, I think PR and communications and all that realm has it is an industry, but it is in so many industries, right? And that's kind of like the weird, like, meta understanding of it. And so it's, it's nice to provide perspective to students of the different angles they could take with their career, especially upperclassmen, as we get to that point where it's like, okay, but what's actually next? You know, like, I don't know what I like doing. Uh, you know, so I mean, like an example is like I had um, Brooke Rozier. She's from Amway. Amway is a huge company out of Grand Rapids. Um, and she does like beauty marketing. So a beauty PR is like a huge thing. Um, and and a, lot of, a lot of people in our chapter want to go into beauty PR. So something like I think trying to find the, like the niche um, career avenues or aspects that, that different people in our chapter. And then if other students are listening from around the country, they can look into as well. So I think it really is just broadening of perspectives and an opening of eyes to different options that exist. And my hope is that people listen to someone and think, oh, that is really interesting. I'm going to reach out to that person and follow up. Now, I don't know if that's happened. I'm, I'm not those people. I'm not the listeners, but um, that, that's the goal. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, I mean, you like, I think you were kind of going towards this too, but it's also just cool to hear from these people that are top professionals and be like, oh, that's attainable. Like this is an attainable job, like an attainable goal. Just hearing their trajectory too is so helpful to me personally. And I hope it is to listeners as well, because I think it really puts into perspective what you can do and how you can excel in the industry too. Absolutely. And it's been crazy to me how many guests I end up interviewing that are like three years out of school and just doing yes. awesome things. Um, and then it's like, wait, that could be us like, like next year. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, do you have any upcoming podcast guests that you're excited about? If you can share. Yeah. Um, so next week I am hoping to release an episode with um, Ayana Bozeman and she is a influencer marketing specialist. And I'm excited about that because I just, I just know nothing about the influencer world. I think <laughs> full confession, I have like, I'm not on TikTok. Um, I don't want to be. Wow. <laughs> and I understand that like, that's like a huge, like piece of ignorance for someone going into a profession that needs to be up on things. And so to me, I'm like, oh, I'm losing touch and I want to stay in touch without like getting sucked into, I mean, listen, I love TikTok. And that's why I'm not on it. Um, that's <laughs> I think very we know, fair. We it's know the whole thing gets Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at. I think it's really interesting. But I, all that being said, the influencers now, I mean, through Instagram too and through TikTok and I mean, just influencers in general, I don't know much about that. And I, I've never looked into how to like reach them from the angle of the organization. So 
I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for students to get a bit of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And also for sure with influencer marketing, it's becoming so huge, especially in PR. I think there's more of a push now to really work with influencers. And I understand why. I mean, I'm very easily influenced. <laughs> if I see someone posting about a book or a product and they like it, I'm always very intrigued and definitely look it up after. So I understand why it could be a really critical piece going forward in the field too. All right. Well, that'll be really exciting. Everyone stay tuned for that episode. Um, and I also wanted to ask you what advice you have for other chapters or students looking to start their own podcast. I think this advice goes across the board for students studying public relations, but that it just doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> I have held back from doing a lot of things with the podcast, especially at first, because I was just scared. And then I'm like, wait a second. The entire nation is not like, waiting on me to release this episode like and if I do and they catch a flub like life is okay um and obviously you want to balance that with like really really striving to be professional and making it polished and all that but at the same time we are students we're learning and with the way content creation is going it's that authenticity that matters so I would say just do it there are there are platforms find a good platform I actually I don't use Buzzsprout but I have before for an internship um, Buzzsprout is awesome for podcasting because it walks you through every step of the way and it's not too expensive. So do something like that where you don't need to be an expert. You don't need to be perfect, but a tool will guide you through it and you just kind of go for it. I also think don't be discouraged when listener numbers are low. Um, again, just like, it's like, it's like, why does a podcast exist? I had to realize this year that yes, I want my podcast to exist to benefit people who are listening. But at the same time, like if no one listens, I'm growing a ton from it. I mean, I, my, my conversation skills have improved insanely. My self-confidence has improved in talking to strangers. Uh, I'm not afraid to ask certain questions. I get, I, I'm networking with these people who have really awesome opportunities. Uh, side note on that. It, it's insane. I don't know if you've experienced this at all, Kat, but like people after you end the call are like, if you need anything else, reach out. Like, yes. and. And that's crazy to me. I mean, that's like a really individual connection for me. So to me, my podcast is not perfect. Sometimes I miss the posting deadline that I set for myself, um, you know, and it's not polished sometimes. And and I feel as a perfectionist, as a PR guy, I'm like, that bothers me. But at the same time, I'm growing a ton from it. And I hope that people who are listening are able to grow too. So I say, if a chapter is looking to start their podcast, just do it. Don't try to like, make the nation your audience, make your chapter your audience, figure out what they want to listen to, and then go from there. Awesome. Yeah, those were great points. And I love that you talk about how much you've grown too, because I totally understand that. But also it's like, well, at least I grew, at least one person was positively impacted. Obviously, there are more as well, I'm sure that we just don't know about. But it is really all about just you know, creating a connection for yourself and for your listeners. And so when it works out, it just works out. Absolutely. And like the thing about podcasting is you don't hear a lot of feedback from people. And so it's always like, I'm throwing myself into the void. What's yeah. coming back kind of thing. But when you do, it's kind of like, it's, it's like a really gratifying experience. I had um, one friend from my chapter, I, you know, it's like always like, Oh, is anyone listening? And then he's like, <laughs> he's like, Brady's voice is silky smooth. <laughs> like, <laughs> What? I didn't think so, but I'm so glad you think so, Hunter. <laughs> like, oh, you heard it? Like, you listened? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's also definitely true. But I'm with you about just doing it as well. I mean, coming into my position, I think the podcast was what I was most nervous about, but I was always like the most excited about it too, because it was out of my comfort zone. And I definitely agree that it, you know, it makes you connect with strangers and form really good connections. And then you're kind of acting as the liaison between those professionals and students, which is also really cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So obviously we love podcasting, um, specifically PR podcasting, but aside from the wonderful PRSSA podcasts and PR hangover, what podcasts do you recommend to students? Mm. Are we thinking just anything for students or are you, are you specifically talking about PR things? Just anything. It can be professional. It can be just about student life, just any podcast recommendations. Okay. And I'm sorry, these are not going to be super specific because I feel like I get into really niche podcasting and that won't really help. <laughs> uh, but okay. I, I think that I gain the most from podcasting when it's I'm not like, oh, I got to listen to podcasts so I can develop as a professional. It's like, I'm listening to this because this is an area of my life I really want to grow in. Um, so for me, I mean, well, okay, so PR, PR things, I would say instead of giving specific podcasts, I would say like a lot of local agencies do their own podcast or things like that. And that's a cool way to just like go local. Like we, I'll give you a recommendation. So 834 is the name of a firm in Grand Rapids, super local, really good at what they do. They've got a really unique voice, um, really big personality, and they have their own podcast. So that's a podcast to check out where, you know, if, if you just want to hear from a local one. I mean, obviously that's local to Grand Rapids, but I think those exist all over. Another PR um, podcast, I actually had the host on PR Hangover, and that is PR Nation. And PR Nation is, I just talked about authenticity and and like the, the way things are headed. And this is something that Robert Johnson, who's the host, when I had him on um, our podcast, he said it, it's his style is really polished. And he does a lot of um, public affairs or work in public affairs. So his podcasts need to be like great for the clients. They need to be super smooth, super all that. So PR Nation is definitely one to check out. If you want to hear um, a piece together podcast that has great um, music background, music transitions, really uh, polished intros, really important guests, that's, that's another one to check out. Um, as far as like growth. I think you just need to find what you're interested in. I think like randomly I ended up in a dictator's podcast because I was interested in learning more about Nicaragua's history. <laughs> um, so I was there and then I'm like finding all these random like dictator episodes around the world. And you learn a lot about like world perspectives from that. Um, I'm also, I mean, as a Christian, I, I like just trying to grow in my faith a lot. So I'll, I'll go specifically into those podcasts. And then randomly, I don't know, I, I don't do a lot of like the true crime and things like that, but if you can find an episode that's like, what am I, my brother calls it um, like candy, like candy content that just feeds you, you know, like you're like, you're not there to get much out of it. You're just there to be entertained and that's okay too. So I'm sorry, those aren't super specific, but that, those are my recommendations. No, that was a great answer. I love candy content. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, and I also think you hit on a really good point about finding, you know, maybe smaller agencies that have their own podcasts, because obviously it's helping you learn immensely because you're listening to people that are out there doing it. But also that's another great way to make a connection with those people. If you're doing like an informational interview or just anything saying like, hey, I listened to your podcast. I love that you guys talked about this, this, and this. I think it's cool that you guys do this, whatever. 
um, you know, we should always be looking for ways to really strengthen those connections as we're making them. And tuning into agencies podcasts is definitely a really good way to do that. Yeah, randomly too. And I, I don't do this as much as I should. But if you find a podcast that says things you disagree with, I found that's a really good way to like, I, I, it's like so hard to listen to you're like I, yeah. <laughs> uh, but at the same time it's it's a really cool way to hear perspectives because I mean we can talk about diversity in our lives and like knowing all these people and all that but you really I mean when you want to get close to people you get close to the people who share your values right then you don't hear the other voices besides social media that doesn't represent those voices well so if you are able to like I listen to this podcast that hosts a lot of like debates conversations on just like moral issues or things like that um unbelievable by justin Brierley. it's out of great britain i love that show um but that one really challenges me because I'll, I'll sit there and be like i don't want to listen to this but i think i should um and so that'll that'll push me from the other side of things too that's a really good point too similar to watching the news i feel <laughs> too but it is a great way to learn and obviously as pr professionals especially we need to be keeping up on the news and current events even when we might not agree with the decisions being made so I personally feel like podcasting is a more entertaining way to do that, even when we might not be hearing what we want to hear. Absolutely. I'm sorry, I just didn't put this in the original answer. But one more that I would recommend is Up First by NPR, because that's like the bite-sized news for the day. You get it. They do it really early in the morning. You can do it while you're getting ready for the day. You can do it while you're driving, eating breakfast, whatever. And then you're suddenly just a little bit more aware of what's happening in the world without having to stop and read all the news and get really sad about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good recommendation as well. Yeah. And I also agree with you too, that just listening to what you're interested in can go a long way, even if it doesn't directly relate to PR or communications or what have you. Like if you're coming away from a podcast, learning something about yourself or, you know, your friends or whatever, it's going to help you in the long run. So I totally think it's important to not push those podcasts aside either. You don't always have to be, you know, learning something that's going to help you with your salary or with your next position. And I also wanted to ask you, this is kind of a tricky question, but how do you think the PR industry can leverage podcasting as a new marketing medium? Oh, I think this is a really important question to ask uh, because as we talked about, like getting listeners is really tricky and also knowing exactly what your listeners want is super tricky too. So I was talking to, again, to reference Robert Johnson, he's just an expert in this thing. And he, on his, you can oh, feel free to listen to that episode on PR Hangover. He has a lot, a lot of great things to say about starting a podcast, um, which is what I really wanted to hit at because every, yeah, everyone's like, should I start one? And then you get the people who do start it. Then it's like a joke with their friends. And then it's like, what are you doing? I'm saying, what are you doing? Cause I've been that guy. <laughs> uh, but I think, when you think about the industry and how to leverage pod podcasting, Robert was saying that you want to go places where there's a built-in audience. So if you are serving a client or if you're working in corporate communications and you, you have specific audience, go with what you already have. Don't try to just pull it out of the, like the world doesn't need more content. <laughs> unless there's a specific niche and a gap for it. So don't fill gaps that aren't there. Go to the audiences that are already receiving the newsletter or um, that are already regularly checking the website, whatever, and then and make your podcast available there and figure out what, what I mean, if, if you're doing a good job marketing, you already know what, what they're clicking on, what they're interested in, who your audience is. So you can tailor exactly to them. And 
the one thing that is so contradictory to my own understanding of how podcasting should work in my head is that you need to go smaller with your audience rather than bigger um, because you want to reach the world, but you can't reach the world unless you start ex- like speaking deeply to the people that are actually interested in. And then you'll find if you're doing that well, that there's more and more and more and more of those people. So when it comes to leveraging podcasting, seeing it less as this is how we're going to make our brand famous and more as this is one more way we can specifically and more in depth speak to our consumers or our clients or our stakeholders. Yeah. Great answer. And that was a great way to wrap up our little podcast section. And now we'll move on to a few lighthearted questions. So to kick it off, what is your favorite TV show at the moment? The Crown. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and I, I, that's really like the only one I watch or have watched. And it, there's, I mean, I haven't watched it in a while, obviously, because there's not the new season, but I just like, I don't know. I get jazzed about the royal family. I'm like, man, I wish we had one. <laughs> no, it's so interesting. I haven't, the crown has been on my list for a while, but I'm the worst at starting shows. I'm a big rewatcher. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. I've heard that the crown is so good. So maybe now that'll push me to start it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm guessing since you're a PR major that you're a caffeine addict. Um, so what is your go-to coffee order? I love the McDonald's large iced coffee uh, with vanilla. It is, mm. it does never feels good, but oh man, it's like my travel drink. If I'm driving anywhere, I grab one. I mean, it's like 99 cents, right? Yeah, you I, can't beat it. If I'm in the airport, that's what I'll do. So I love it. You know, it is good coffee because I think it's like the Newman's own coffee or something. I don't know. I can only taste the sugar, but it's, <laughs> it's all right. That's fair too. But no, it has a good taste and it's cheap. So. <laughs> That's it. Work smarter, not harder. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And the next one is why do you love public relations? I was drawn to public relations because I love people and I love fostering that connection. And if public relations means that you're putting people first and then getting to understand them better so that you can eventually communicate better, all things that I love doing, then that means that's something I'm, I'm really interested in. So that's what drew me to it. I love that. And kind of along those lines, what's your dream job? <laughs> I I was asked this in a scholarship interview recently. They're like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I was like, what? Um, I don't know, Kat. I would love to do something international. I think when I think of myself in the future, I see myself either working for a big organization um, or maybe some sort of government or administration type of communications and hopefully doing something between cultures. I love learning about different cultures. And I think it's really interesting when you think about communications, because you have to learn what's offensive, what's not, um, you know, what's going to like speak to these people best that you don't, you haven't grown up in their um, understanding. So not only are you trying to figure out the communication side of things, but you're, you're learning and and growing um, in your cultural knowledge too. Yeah, no, that's a great answer. It is a hard question. I struggle with it myself. Um, even I had an interview the other day and it was kind of like, where do you see yourself like in five years? So not quite 10, but in five. And it's tough because I think with PR too, there's so many different avenues you can go down. And I personally think they're all really interesting. So I'm at the point where I'm just kind of like willing to try it all and willing to apply to all of the opportunities that interest me, even if they're totally different from each other. 
So it can be hard to narrow down exactly where you want to be in five years. Yeah, for sure. And then you have the other added thing of public relations is a great degree, but and you can go into PR with it, but you can also do a lot of other things too that are somewhere on the spectrum. So that's helpful and unhelpful. (laughs) (laughs) It is. That's exactly how I feel too about communications because I'm a common PR double major. And I, I love having all the options, but sometimes I'm like, this, there are too many options uh-huh. because all of these things are really cool. I learned about something new in a class, like a new position or whatever. And I'm like, oh, but that sounds really cool. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a tough one. What's your, hmm, how do I phrase this? Like, what's the dream job you would have when you were younger? Oh, I wanted to be a talk show host so badly. That's awesome. Oh, and that's why you've soared with this podcast too. <laughs> I um, I wouldn't say that's my dream job anymore only because it, I don't know. I just, it feels like a little purposeless. Like I want to be, I, I don't find a lot of value in just entertaining. So maybe one day, honestly, when I get older, I'll look into something, you know, doing something like that, but something like podcasting on the side really feeds that um, yes. craving inside of me, but also yeah, I don't know. And I'm just not necessarily like, I don't love like pop culture, that kind of thing. So I think if I did a talk show host, it would probably be like a community driven one and it probably wouldn't be huge or something, but yeah. <laughs> well, interesting. Brady, if I ever hear your silky smooth voice on the radio, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh my gosh, he did it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I was, I was one of the kids that wanted to be a singer <laughs> when they were a child. I that I got over that really quick (laughs) but that was my unrealistic dream job (laughs) all right and this last one is how do you like to unwind after a long day I I don't love tea but I make tea because that just is like I'm not gonna put coffee in me that late at night um but yeah so I'll like make a cup of tea and then I love reading and I'm really bad at making time for reading so I yeah I like to read. I also find a lot of like, I think where conversation can sometimes be exhausting, just like hanging out with my roommates, just like talking late into the night. That's a really good way for me to like, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily unwinding, but it's a great cap to my day, um, you know, rather than doing homework right till bed. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, sometimes you have to debrief with your people at the end of the day. So yeah, even though you're like still talking and you're still like kind of being active, it can just be what you need to finish off the day for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. And then like you've got the thing that's been percolating on your mind all day. It's nice to just kind of get it out there and then yes. and then you can process it out loud too. Yeah. Yeah. What are you reading right now? Oh, I'm kind of a start like a lot of books and um okay. <laughs> have a lot open at the same time. But so I've got my whole stack over here. I'm so I'm, I've been able to travel to Nicaragua a couple times in the past year and so wow. working working with a professor on some research and projects in Nicaragua so I'm just trying to learn about it um so I've got like a like a easy reader on Nicaragua and things like that I also just got um change by design by Tim Brown I don't think I can get to this anytime soon but I'm excited um and this is more speaking to design thinking and innovation and things like that I'm really interested in all that um, and how that can apply to different careers. And I'm also, I'm reading The Alchemist. Oh, okay. So cliche. And I never had to read it for school or anything. 
but I'm just having a tough time getting through it. So that's been on my headboard for a while. That's yeah, that's valid. I also didn't have to read it for school. It was kind of one of my COVID reads. I was like, Oh, I've always heard about this. It's a classic. Um, I get how it can be tough (laughs) for sure. But yeah, very cool. Well, even your books are educational. Like, <laughs> well, that's the like, problem. That's I get to the end of the day and it's like not really unwinding because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> how do I unwind? Let's learn more about Nicaragua. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of my questions. But if you have anything else you want to say to the listeners before we wrap up, feel free. I just... I love telling people to just dig in wherever they are. Um, And I think, you know, you'll find when you dig in and get involved and just keep asking questions and being hungry for knowledge and being hungry for experience and learning about people. You may, like Kat and I were just saying, like you open the doors for yourself where it's confusing because there's so many opportunities, but at the same time, you're getting clarity about who you are, what you're interested in, what you're passionate about, the way you see yourself fitting into the bigger picture of things. And so I don't know, I just tell people to dig in, I think, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to join all the clubs on campus. That just means you are intentional about, you know, the life you're living um, and and how you're doing that. And I also want to say like these podcast interviews will always sound like a polished person is giving advice. I will say most of the advice I can give, I don't have down. Um, And I, I, that goes unsaid, but it also needs to be said. So yeah, I, um, I don't know. I I love seeing students excited about what they're doing and learning. And I think we all just need to help each other kind of talk through that, figure out what we want to do and and get more involved. Mic dropped right there. That was (laughs) so much wisdom, so much wisdom in just a few seconds. (laughs) All right, Brady. Well, this was a great start to my morning. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. I think that listeners will learn a lot from you. And guys, please tune in to PR Hangover. Um, Definitely hop on over there. Listen to some of their podcasts because they're really cool. Well, thanks, Kat, for having me. It means a ton. And thanks for hyping up PR Hangover. Oh, of course. What a a good way to start the day. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this student story from Brady Mills. A huge shout out to Brady for an awesome podcast episode and also an awesome podcast for his chapter. So definitely check out PR Hangover if you have a chance. Signing off as your Vice President of Brand Engagement, this is Kat Kaladris.